Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by Millions James, the exploding unicorn, Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by Millions, Steve Dosh, Rinko Levers. Hello and welcome to Wrong and Wronger. Today we're going to talk about rice because we can't talk about anything that even leans into controversy, even though my esteemed co-host, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell, is coming to you from his bed. He is infirm today. He is hampered by something I can't even say out loud. I cannot speak the name into existence. But thank God, James, you are still with us, my friend. So first of all, yeah. I heal and instantly recover from anything, and I'm not currently <laughs> sick at all, except being sick of you. This time I'm recording from bed is not because I'm ill, but because I got tired of rearranging this entire bedroom every time we do this stupid <laughs> podcast. So I, thought, I wonder if I could just sit on my bed and just prop my foot up in front of me. So that's where we are, and we're going to see. But actually, as much as you try to play this off as just a regular bland episode, there is a mystery that popped up today, and in oh. th- this episode... We are going to get to the bottom of it. What, what happened? Well, first of all, you don't know how, how phones operate, operate, so you called my <laughs> wife instead of me. Oh, and first then... of all, this is your fault! I can't believe you bring this up and throw me under the bus. <laughs> of course I'm going to throw you under the bus. Sometimes I have you call her phone, because we have to juggle like 19 phones back and forth to record and talk to each other. But this time I need you to call my daughter's phone, and uh, I sent you a text in a very timely fashion. When? You still called my wife. She had to walk up 95 <laughs> stairs to get me the phone to, for me to tell her, no, he's got to call a different phone. And then when you finally called the right phone, the name that popped up was not Steve Olivas. It was Kristen Malone. Who is <laughs> Kristen Malone? What kind, of, what kind of double life are you leading over there? Kristen Malone. She's the daughter of the mailman. Carl Malone, who I think you actually follow basketball, so you might know the reference. I do know that reference because he lost to the Bulls about 100 times in a row in the finals. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> but for, let's take one thing at a time as we unpack how Breakwell is ruining <laughs> Olivas's life. When, Just for my own edification, James, when did that text, that spurious text come into my phone? It came in at a very timely, timely. 1.59. What time do we record? Two. You had a full 60 seconds. You should have been waiting at your phone. I don't know where else your phone would be like. When you record, you just like toss it in a lockbox and not look at it for the next two hours? James, I had to say, I've got a whole Rube Goldberg set up to try to hold my phone up while we're recording this on my phone. So, yes, it is essentially out of commission while I'm getting ready. And furthermore, because I never call you on my phone, I put it in airplane mode because God knows when that one call came through a couple weeks ago, it ruined your life, at least temporarily. When you had We have been splice. recording together for three years, and in three years, only one time has somebody bothered to call you. And it was one time too many. It completely wrecked the podcast. So the last I heard, you wrote... Call my wife's number today because I, I don't know what you're doing what? in your bedroom with the doors shut and everyone else out of the house. I can only imagine you're not wearing pants. We can't see you from the waist down. But my point is, I called exactly who you told me to call, which was your wife's phone, and lo and behold, she answered. And we had quite an awkward conversation because <laughs> this was the first she'd heard of it. 
this this the, the last time I told you to call her phone was like three weeks ago. Do you, are those just standing instructions? Do you, does time have no meaning to you? It's like, well, at one point you said to call his wife. Obviously, that stands for all time. So like nine years down the road, I'm still going to call that number. Uh, second of all, everybody is home because we had a certain plague run through the family. Everybody got quarantined because of me. However, my quarantine is up tomorrow, so starting tomorrow, I can ditch this family and just run amok on the countryside, and they're all still stuck at home. It's going to be my Marvelous. But for right now, one of the many reasons I'm recording up here is I've got like 95 kids downstairs currently doing Zoom calls. So it's it's a bit of chaos down there. Sure. And then on top of that, I have to talk to you and you don't know how to operate a phone. So yeah, it's, it's been a day. Uh, by the way, because you can't remember what you did five minutes ago, the text you sent me to call Lola's phone was maybe not even two hours ago. Like uh, we had a conversation about what time we're going to record and you said call her phone. <laughs> I can't pull up the conversation because I'm recording with that particular phone. But there is at no point in that did I instruct you to call her phone. The word no point is right in the conversation. No. Oh no, it's God. not. <laughs> Can you pull it up right now? Am no. I going to have to stop this recording and restart it? You are a liar, Steve Olivas. A liar. Oh, my God. You, I said, do you want to record tonight? And you said, I'm free all afternoon. I said, that works for me. Let's but, record it too. But there's more to this. That, that's it. That's the whole conversation. But you're probably going to have to call Lola's phone. That, I do not recall ever typing that. And this I also don't ever use... I don't, I don't use the word probably around you because I am decisive. I am the leader of this duo, and I, every instruction I give is definitive. There's no maybe or probably or I guess. It's all, right. all there or it's not. Now, whose phone am I talking on right now? You are talking on my 10-year-old Betsy's phone, her brand new phone. We got her this thing. She's finally connected to the world, and then I took it away so I could talk to you. <laughs> so, so clearly this is a misuse of technology. Lola has to catch like a helicopter to get up wherever you are on top of Breakwell Manor. And when she gets there, she says, oh, you're going to have to call Betsy's phone. As if I have Betsy's number. Just kind of, hey, I wrote it do. on the palm of my hand. Because I texted it to you. And let me tell you something. I have never called that number before. It is a brand new number. And finding that number was a job, okay? I did some <laughs> digging. There were some technology challenges. I couldn't figure it out. I finally had to use her phone to call my phone. And then it wouldn't let me save the contact. So I had to write it down. And then I texted it to you with a full minute to spare. And then you, you call my wife like I've never communicated with you in my life. It, it just I – can't, I can't believe we've made it three years doing this. I really can't. Apparently, you've never communicated with your wife in three years either. But that's something that I don't want to get into because I did want to address this Crystal Malone issue. Kristen Malone. Don't, don't change the name on me. Kristen Malone. My mistake. Yes. I mistook her for her uh, evil twin sister, Crystal. <laughs> Boy, the Malone girls, I tell you what. That one of them was kind of fun at parties, but the other one, I don't know. But, uh, so I'm calling you from my office phone, which A, like you and Betsy, I have no idea what the number is. And B, I don't know that I've ever called anyone who has the old style caller ID where the name pops up with the number. Like nowadays, it's just the number unless it's one of your contacts, right? I don't know. This is a brand new phone. This phone is like, it's like three weeks old. Now, it's not a top-of-the-line phone. It's like a three-week 
old phone that has like three-year-old technology. But yeah, <laughs> names pop up on phones. Like when you call me, I see your name and it makes me sad every time. But I know, I know it's you. It's because my name is in your contact list. Isn't that why? I have no idea, but your name is definitely not in Betsy's contact list because I have well, to approve her contacts. I would never in a million years approve you. <laughs> well, Even though I did Kristen's... specifically... Yeah. I, although I did need you to call her phone today, so I might have to revisit that stance. <laughs> well, you just assumed I knew the number when you were talking to Lola 10 minutes ago, so obviously you thought, oh, well, he's probably just look at your last text message thread. But so this is the office phone at my office, my work office, not upstairs in my house. I've never heard the name Kristen Malone before you brought it up. And you brought it up as if I knew what it was because you assumed I knew (laughs) what it was. (laughs) But I will say this. That is one of maybe six names that are associated with this particular office suite. I will get mail. Uh. And I will say this, and I don't know if this has to get bleeped out, James, but I get gay porn catalogs in my mail slot about once every three or four months addressed to one particular person. I have a brand new computer sitting over on my file cabinet that is still unopened because I don't know the legalities of this, but I thought this is to (laughs) another person who used to be here, neither of which is named Kristen Malone, mind you. I've got a stack of mail for various businesses. I don't know what to do with the stuff, but it's sitting around in case anyone ever knocks on my door and says, do you have my stuff? The computer, by the way, came right after I moved in about two years ago. It sat right there unopened in the box ever since. There's a lot to unpack there. So first of all, <laughs> I think on, on the gay porn you're getting unsolicited, I think we're good. I don't I don't think anybody's going to be offended by that. I think, I think we're on safe footing on that one. Right. Um, I'm, a little, I'm a little more concerned about the computer, though. So you had a – like, is it a laptop or a desktop? Hang on. I will whip the, the uh, camera. That box right there that says CDW – I believe it's a computer. It says electronic equipment, and it's roughly the size that a laptop would come in. So you have a laptop sitting there, and you never thought to, like, return to sender. But you also didn't think to use it. You just set it on the ground and left it there. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> that whatever technology is in there is now two years out of yeah. date. It's probably yeah. an unusable laptop. Yeah. And whoever ordered that, they probably filed a claim, and some poor UPS driver probably got fired <laughs> because you received a laptop and neither stole it nor returned it. You just left it where it was, like it had more of a right to the office than you do. I just... I. I I question your decision-making at every stage of this process. James, I also, there's, I forgot about this part. There was a run of about two months where the FedEx guy and me knew each other by first name because he showed up almost (laughs) every day with a box of, do you know what those Ensure, like, nutrition shakes are for old people? Yes, I, I am aware, not not through personal experience, but through association with you, a.k.a. an old person. I have had plenty of personal experience, interactions, and delicious times <laughs> with those because I swear to God, I started bringing them home to my wife. Like, we probably got 20 cases of this stuff. There was a doctor's office in here at one point. <laughs> And uh, I, I've got it in my storage room. I've been drinking them every day. They're in my refrigerator. Like, I can't get rid of this stuff fast enough. Finally, the tide was stemmed, and I no longer get them delivered every day. But once again, you did not return to sender. You just you just drank <laughs> oh, <no>. them. <laughs> what, what was the line? Why did you not use the laptop, but you did use the insure? What, what made those two morally distinct? 
the insurer is uh, perishable. Like there is an X date on it. Oh. So I thought, well, all right. If I get one case of these, I got 12 bottles. What am I going to do? Like 119 bottles later, I was already committed to this crime. You understand? Okay. So we do open the insurer. We don't open the laptop. Yeah. What about the gay porn? Do you open the gay porn or do you just know it's <laughs> gay porn from the cover? Because I got to imagine that comes in like a brown envelope or something. No, it there comes... had to be some opening. <laughs> well, I know way more about this industry than I need to, James. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very nondescript envelope, and the company name is like three le like the one on the laptop box is CDW. That could very well be what's on the gay porn envelope. I, I don't <laughs> remember the name, but it's interesting because there is an envelope inside that envelope that is completely unmarked, and that one you have to open to get to not only the catalog, but there are like little leaflets in there uh, with different products that they're like featuring <laughs> that month, and there's order forms. It's a whole thing, man. <laughs> And but every t how, how often would you say you get this particular product in the mail? I would guess three or four times a year. It's either quarterly or every four months, right in that. Okay, just just enough to tide you over then. Okay, we're just so we're clear. <laughs> <laughs> that last one's all used up. I could really use a fresh fresh supply. <laughs> Do you, wow. do you now this is at your office where you like you 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 know do whatever it is you do for your day job yes. like do yes. you just leave this sitting out i mean you know no, no judgment I'm here sure. it's like all right everybody's into different stuff if this is your thing here it is on the coffee table i don't want father o'malley walking in see me leafing <laughs> through this thing so it uh, comes out of the envelope only so that we can thin the herd a little bit and stick it through my shredder oh, i can't that, the whole bulky why. envelope won't go through well, I feel like I feel like now we've gone through all of this. I mean, it's pretty clear that that the sanctity of mail means nothing to you. So I feel like the the big the whole point of this this episode now needs to be. I think you need to open that box, the, the one that you assume is a laptop, but could be something completely different. What, yeah. what if it's not? What if it's not like? What if it's not even electronic? What if it's something perishable? It's just been sitting there for two years, rotting, and you don't even know. It's like a kitty or something that now it's dead. <laughs> we got Schrodinger's cat in my office. Well, we might. We won't know till you open it. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll have an unveiling next week. I'll uh, oh. bring a utility knife in next week, and we'll. You want to pop that sucker open next week? I do. I absolutely. I, I don't want to wait till next week. I don't have that kind of attention span. I don't remember what we talked about. I want to open it right now. The problem I have, and this is why I didn't open it in the first place. I, by the way, there's been a number of, if the mail looks important, like it's not junk, I will put uh, not at this address and then put it back in the mailbox. The problem I had with the laptop was I, I don't want to lug this thing back down to the UPS store. Like this is not my battle. And two, I don't want to open it because I don't know if there's like a tracer in there that as soon as it connects to the Ethernet, now the FBI knows that I've stolen this thing because it's been reported missing by some company. Like, I, am, I, I don't want to have to look over my shoulder for the rest of my life, James. Well, I think you probably shouldn't have admitted that you know how return to sender works. You probably should have just told me you didn't know that was a concept. But now that we've established that you do send back some mail and not other mail, the fact that you kept the laptop in particular, or whatever it is, and again, it could be anything, is all the more bewildering. Let me I mean, just, what if it's, uh, 
Let Maybe come it's over associated here. with this particular gentleman's magazine. Maybe it's the, they were like, we know you're 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 not the old fashioned kind. You know, we're not going to keep sending you magazines. This time, it's all loaded on the hard oh. drive. You know, it, you could be missing the mother load right there. Hold on, I almost, I'm gonna. I was gonna show the shipping label, but it has the guy's name and business uh, name on. So let me not it, do that. Is it your address? Do they ship it to the right address? Yes. Yes. Did you? And did I you? Know, ever, it was. Did uh, you ever, Go ahead. Like, try to Google him? Like, look him up? I mean, surely he didn't go that far. I mean, he's in Nashville. Nobody ever leaves Nashville. You just go there and you stay till you die. There's no <laughs> way out. I don't know what happened to the business or the guy. It's not, by the way, just in case, it's not the guy on the gay porn mail. So Okay, I they are separate. Okay. Okay. That, is, it the per, is it the person who got the insure, though? I mean, again, there's, there's no, lots of no, no, no. possibilities. Different okay. person again. That's what I'm saying. This whole Kristen Malone thing is bizarre because that adds another name to the long and expanding list. I mean, if you want to get, I, I don't think phone lines work like you think. Like, do you have voice over internet or is this an actual old fashioned through the wall phone line? That I'm talking on right now? Yeah. Yeah. It is an actual through the wall old fashioned phone line. Right I didn't there. realize, like, phone numbers, I didn't think they were associated with a physical line anymore. Like, I thought the, the – because if you move, like, they can forward your phone number, and they don't t go and physically forward that phone line. Right. So I don't think that phone number is necessarily associated with your office at all. I think it's just completely random. And I really feel sorry now. I mean, what what are the odds? Like, what maybe maybe this Krista Malone is one of our four listeners, and it, <laughs> we're, just, we're throwing her name all over the place, totally blowing her privacy. Well, I have her porn catalogs. I need her to get down here right away. <laughs> it's not even... Well, anyway, I don't want to get down into that hole, but it, pardon me on that pun, too. Yeah. But <laughs> what, what are we doing on this episode, James? This, I, I, feel, I feel exposed and vulnerable right now. You've, I guess we're, we're just we're going through your mail history, apparently. That's right. You have a whole new side of you, Steve the Mail Thief, that I didn't know. But you're not quite a thief, but you're not a, like a male good Samaritan either. You're in some like amorphous gray zone in between, the keeper of the laptop. And it, is this? are there any other products we should know about? We got the gay porn. We got the laptop. We got the insurer. Is there anything else coming in with that the listeners should know about? I had forgotten about the insurer until we started talking about this. But I, there's still a bunch in my fridge. And if you drink down like half a bottle of Dr. Pepper and add the Insure to it, like it's good. It's like a creamsicle. It's outstanding. I don't think there's anything else. There's nothing else what is, noteworthy. What does Insure do? Does it keep you regular? Or is it like for people who can't chew through food? Like what's the, what's the premise there? Yeah, yeah it's uh, the latter of those that I think it's <laughs> to give nutrients and calories, at protein in particular, to people that can't eat solid food and so you saw this and you thought i steve olivas am lacking in calories this is the answer <laughs> to my problem i thought what can i add to a bottle of dr pepper to spice things up around here <laughs> you lead a wildlife my friend. oh i tell you what i got the magazines coming in and there's a whole thing here james we're going through Man. my mail and that's both il and le mail 
There's a, you know what? I had no idea what we were going to talk about this episode. This might be our most fascinating episode of Wrong and Wronger ever. I am on the edge of my seat. Now I have to wait a whole week to find out what's in that box. That, I will bring man. in a knife next week. I don't think I even have a scissors here in the office to bust that thing open, but we might go on a little spelunkling expedition next week. I hope in the middle of the episode, the FBI comes crashing through your door. I've just been waiting for it to link up with Wi-Fi. I'll have to be very careful. And uh, we'll do it under the cover of darkness. Maybe wrap it in some tinfoil first, just in case. I <laughs> like my head. Yes, of course. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, you I know, guess none that's... of this conversation would have even popped up if I wouldn't have had to call your daughter's phone. If things would have gone swimmingly as always, we would have been 19 and a half minutes of content less than where we're at right now. Okay, so so first of all, you, you think the previous... 177 episodes or whatever it was. You think those were smooth? Is that is that the premise we're going <laughs> yes. with here? Holy cow. That's seamless. What, what are your conversations with other people like that? This is smooth. Just horrific, I tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> One train wreck after another, apparently. <laughs> well, we'd have just been sitting here staring at each other the whole time otherwise, James. So thank goodness. Well, the beautiful Betsy thing Trump. is we can't actually see each other, which is the only saving grace of this podcast. Like when I when I splice this together for the video, I actually put up my hand and block your side of the screen <laughs> just so I don't have to gaze upon you. Can I mention too, somebody pointed out correctly that you have removed me from the intro. I what? Yes, I'm no longer in the intro. I have not changed the intro in like two years, at you, least. No, you did. For uh, the, the episode that you did that I wasn't there for, you took me out of the intro because I wasn't in that episode and you never changed it back. But I know it's a passive aggressive attempt to say that I am undervalued as a co-host. I, uh, so like the, you talking about the intro where like it shows my kids dancing and stuff? Yes. And then there's the part where it shows you dancing? Did I cut yes. the part with you dancing? Yes. That that is really weird. I because I thought that's like a that's like a solid block video. It's like one thing. Like I I previously spliced it together because let's be honest, I'm not going to put any more time into this podcast than I absolutely <laughs> have to. Obviously. So like, not. what's what's the part where you're dancing? Is there just nothing? Yes. This so is, you are in the upper left hand corner and the lower right hand corner. It used to be that I would sort of pop up when I said my name, and there's nothing that pops up. It just you keep dancing. Oh my gosh, this number of steps I'm going to have to go through to get that back makes me physically <laughs> ill. I'm going to have to go. I wonder how long it's been gone. I'm going to have to go and copy and paste it from some random spot. Oh, why would you tell me this? Who, be who would even notice? That's a gift that you're not in there. And ah, This is upsetting. I, you you I ruined my whole bring week. anyone's Here name into this, but I do have some fans, James. We are going. We I was on a high. I was on an emotional high. <laughs> We're going to open a box next week. You're going to get arrested by the FBI. Everything was coming up, James. And then you bring up that I have to go back through and find a video of you dancing. And that's just going to hang over my head for like the next year and a half as I put it off. This, Listen, this is I, just great. This is not the power of Christ compel you. This is just me telling you, FYI, you do with it what you will. <sighs> well, you're going back in there. There's, there, there's no question. I, <laughs> I will get you back in there. Come hell or high water. All right. And, uh, and you will regret it. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, why <laughs> would you do that? This is like 
I remember when you started putting still photographs, like a screen capture of a moment in our podcast, and it would always seem that you caught yourself yourself in the best light and me making some kind of outrageous facial expression. And I thought, this cannot be random after 110 of these. Well, yeah, you are correct. I would go through and I'd say, Which, what screen cap do I look good in? And then that was end of criteria, and I just posted it. <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, this is the evil that lies in the hearts of men. <laughs> it is, but I'd like to congratulate us on making something out of nothing. This might be the most nothing that we've ever made something out of. <laughs> Kristen Malone. If you know Kristen Malone, have her get in touch, because I got a whole bunch of stuff for her. <laughs> Don't you know, do it, Kristen. It's a trap. <laughs> Now that you mention it, you're probably right. It was a random phone number that Kristen Malone probably gave up when she moved out of the 615 area code, and it just happened to land on this address. So it's not, this is not another name on the list of people who used to be here that I still get stuff for. This is just uh, some poor gal who moved out of the area, and now she's internet famous on Wrong and Wronger. <laughs> and her connection to your random mail was completely undeserved. But yet we still <laughs> transitioned to the mail, and that's where we were supposed to be all along. It was fate. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get out of here for now. <clears throat> I will remember to bring a box knife next week, and we're going to find out what's in that CDW <laughs> box. And uh, it does have a warning that there is whatever those batteries. What is the kind of battery Ooh. you can't bring on an airplane, James? It's laptop batteries, I think. That's it. That is a, yeah, that is a, a big clue name. in favor that it's a laptop. Yeah, well, that was all part of the trail of clues that I followed to arrive at my conclusion. But we will we will have definitive evidence next week, just before I repackage it and retape the whole thing in case you know the feds show up. <laughs> That's the day. That's the day they're coming. <laughs> well, this has been possibly the final episode with Steve as a free man of Wrong and Wronger. <clears throat> Tune in next week to find out where you can send nail files baked into Duncan Hines cakes. <laughs> And uh, probably let's keep James out of that equation because, you know, he's got a family to feed and everything. And what do I have other than this show? <laughs> Until next week, this is Steve on the Lamb Olivas for James Sitting Smug Breakwell saying thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Hit the subscribe button. Give me something to look forward to from when I come out on the other side. And until next week, always remember, two wrongs <clears throat> can make a right.